Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Commercial Property Investor Podcast, where it's my job to introduce you to people from the world of commercial property. We're talking with investors and thought leaders about their experiences of the commercial property world and sharing our own lessons from the last 20 years to give you practical know-how so that you can follow in their footsteps. If you've ever thought commercial could be your next step, but it just seems too confusing and opaque, then you've come to the right place. There are so many exciting opportunities in this dynamic sector, and I'm looking forward to pulling back the curtain and sharing them with you. You might be pitching in saying, I would love to speak to you about X, Y, and Z or a subject or something, but generally speaking, you'll probably have some news. So I'd say first things first, make sure you've got a nice press release ready to go. Welcome back to the Commercial Property Investor Podcast. And on this episode, we've got Jessica Morgan back to talk specifically about how we can find the right people and how to pitch the right people with our press releases. So welcome back, Jessica. Hi there. Nice to see you again. Yep. Thanks for joining us. We're just going to quickly cover in this short, snappy episode how people can actually find and then pitch to the right journalists. And this is something that can be a wee bit scary for some, <laughs> maybe a little bit nervous about, well, how are they going to, how am I going to find the right person? Are they going to return my calls? And even if I do manage to speak to them, are they ever going to speak to me again? Because I need to get the pitch perfect, right? <laughs> so for anyone who's nervous, we're just going to try and cover that a little bit in this episode. And maybe the first thing to do is just talk about actually, where do you find these people? How do you find out who the right person is to speak to? Yeah, no, good, good question. Um, so as a PR, we have access to databases. So that's great. But you know, you don't want to be doing it for the first time and pay £2,000 to access some kind of journalist databases. And also, they're not always up to date anyway. So they're just a guideline. So it is about research, really. Um, mm -hmm. So hopefully, people will be reading the kind of publications they want to pitch to. And, and a good way to do that is by getting the bulletins. So even if you don't want to subscribe to every single publication out there, you can usually just get the news headlines for free on your email. You will start to see through those who is writing about um, the workspace um, industry and, um, and start to get some kind of names to faces, really, especially for like local business press. Um, Another good way is, is online research. And um, most journalists are active on one or two platforms. So Twitter is a really yeah. uh, key place for most journalists to hang out and publications. So definitely do some research. And you can do some quite nice search, even if you put the publication and journalist, or even if you know their first name, journalist, this publication, you often find that the Twitter search function is really good. Similar with um, LinkedIn. So um, when I was presenting uh, on this at the Flexa conference, then I, I put a screen grab up of my LinkedIn and I just typed in business editor Bristol um, because that was one of our local areas that we were working with. And three kind of popped up straight away from different publications um, in Bristol. So LinkedIn is a great way to kind of search and search for people. And then finally, Google and, and Google News as well. I don't know how many people use Google News, but you know when you type into Google, you can kind of choose to search for images or maps or whatever. Mm -hmm. There's a news function as well. Yep. So okay. if you just want um, 
So I think I put in, as an example, Workspace Operators UK and put news and then instantly lots of stories pop up all about that and they tend to be quite recent and you can click on them and see who's written um, those, uh, those stories as well. So that's another way that you can start building your lists. Okay, great. So those of us that are good at building lists, that's perfect. But then you have to actually talk to them, right? So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so before we get to that, we need to work out how we're going to pitch. Yeah. And maybe you could just talk through with us what the key things are that they want to know. Yeah. And then maybe some of the key things that we need to consider when putting that pitch together and presenting it to them. Yeah, sure. So generally, you'll probably have a press release. And we talked last time about the importance of a press release just to get all your information together. Um, so you might be pitching in saying, I would love to speak to you about X, Y, and Z or a subject or something. But generally speaking, you'll probably have some news. So I'd say first things first, make sure you've got a nice press release ready to go. Um, then I'd say images, and this is something that we bang our head against the desk yeah. about regularly. <laughs> and I know it's really hard to get good, high quality images, but I would just say, if you can afford to invest in a professional photographer and get some lovely images of, um, you know, headshots of you as the kind of head of the operator of your team, of your beautiful workspace, looking amazing and immaculate, it will pay dividends really, because high quality images can make or break a story. And when I say high quality, I mean 300 DPI. Um, okay. So that's really, you know, to show that high resolution. When you're pitching, we still like pitching over email. We don't just pitch over email, um, but we don't always hit the phones. Some journalists are very put off by you calling them up, you know, especially if they're on a news deadline. So email is a great way to kind of get into the conversation. Sometimes we'll pitch via social media as well. And if you have done your research and you've started following a few people, you might see them talk about how they like to be pitched to as well. It might even be in their Twitter bio, you know, only ever DM me or never email me or whatever. But generally speaking, most journalists will take an email, uh, make it concise, a couple of paragraphs max talking about the story. Do not go on for reams because they won't read it. Uh, try and avoid press days. And those are the days when they're sending publications to print. Uh, it's really hard in reality to know every publication's yeah. press days. Um, but generally speaking, if you pitch kind of early in the morning, it might be a good time because it's not kind of right end of the day when they're scrabbling around for their stories. So, um, so just in terms of that timing, yeah. Jessica, if somebody's putting out, let's say it's a weekly publication. Yeah. Generally, where's the cutoff before? So let's say it comes out on a Thursday. Yeah. Where, where generally is the cutoff? Two days so, before, 24 hours, two minutes? Yeah, What's I the... would say the day before is often day before. press yeah. day for them. Again, it does vary depending on what they're doing, but I would say try and avoid, try, try and get in at the kind of start of the week if they publish yeah. at the end of the week. And then you can be in the mix because they generally get together for news meetings and they'll come along armed with stories and hope. Let me ask you a question. Have you heard of SAS pensions? They're a fantastic tool for business owners to wrap a commercial property up in a tax-free bubble. A SAS can work particularly well with the CMO strategy to generate money both inside and outside of your pension. It goes without saying, I'm not a SAS expert, but let me introduce you to someone that is. Bryn Walker has been advising on SaaS pensions for many years and has been a long-term supporter of the CPI network. SaaS and commercial property work incredibly well together, but there are many nuances, and Bryn will make sure you don't stray from the right path. Look in the show notes for the partner link and book up a SaaS discovery call with Bryn. 
hopefully your story will be one of them as well. Um, slightly different for online, but I'd say generally speaking, that's good. Yeah. I like quite like to pitch early in the morning as well. I feel like that's quite a good time um, that, that people can be quite receptive. Um, you can also search for hashtag journey requests. I don't know if you're aware of this one, Jerry, but um, it's quite a good hashtag that people tend to use if they're looking for information for stories. So, um, you know, if you've got something about um, about a certain element or, um, you know, something to do with the news and a journalist is writing about a hashtag journey request looking for business owners who are opening new spaces in Birmingham, you know, whatever. Uh, that's a great way to kind of get in touch directly with a journalist and say, yeah, actually I'm doing this. And, you know, so it doesn't just have to be a cold pitch. You can respond okay. to what they're looking Good. for. Um, always follow up respectfully. <laughs> mm. So um, yeah, try not to hound them. Um, try not to be calling them three times about a press release you sent. Generally speaking, I'd say most journalists scan through their inboxes quite regularly. They get hundreds of emails. So unfortunately, you know, you might have to follow up. I would follow up a few days later. Maybe don't follow up the next day. Don't give them a call ever and say, have you received my press release? <laughs> because they'll be like, I don't know. I'll look at my inbox, but I'm probably not going to write about it now. So I would generally say, you know, follow up a couple of days later and just a really quick follow up. Wondered if you'd seen this. Is it something you'd be interested in? Something very short and sweet like that. And sometimes they are and sometimes they're not. And And that is... Uh, PR is an art, not a science. So, you know, if they're not interested, it's probably just not the right time. They might have written about something similar. Doesn't mean they will never be interested, but, it, you know, just just kind of accept it and move on and make them a target next time. So that's the kind of golden rules, I'd say, around pitching. Okay, it's interesting you say there about, um, I mean, this is basically a people business, right? Mm, absolutely. <laughs> so is there any other ways other than email um is there events or anything yeah. any other ways of maybe having a, a, a yeah a well no, planned absolutely. bump into someone i mean where, where's where's other places you can find them yeah no that's that's a good point um so i think like we said in the previous episode it's it's about building relationships really so Generally speaking, we like to build relationships with people and not see it as a one time. You're the most important journalist in the world. He's going to cover our news and then we're going to move on and never talk to yep. you again. You know, we always try and build relationships. So I would say start by following them on social media and have a look at what they're saying, interact with it, understand a bit about them. They often talk about their life and not just their work on socials. So that's interesting. You know, they might be a football fan. You might be the same team football fan. So you'll start to build up a picture. There are sometimes meet the journalists events, which I find are amazing. Even if I've met them before, actually, they're a good opportunity to come along and sit in the audience. So, for example, Enterprise Nation does them. I don't know if you know them, but they're, um, they're a large um, small business organization that, that kind of operates across yeah. the UK. They do these events called Meet the Journalists where you can sit in the audience and ask journalists questions and then after go up and say hi and shake their hand. Um, so they sometimes do that. They um, Awards are interesting as well. If you've got a kind of a target um, local publication, they might run awards and that's a good thing to go along to and then try and you know find the journalist to speak to then. Um, so I think there are definitely a number of places that you can do that. Um, but I would just say try and go in gently because I think I've seen it at events as well when people have been targeted by journalists and, you know, they're swarm around them at the end of an event. So I'd say, um, you know, be mindful, keep an eye on what's going on and, and kind of approach them respectfully, I'd say. 
Okay, so we've spoken there about the different elements you need to get that pitch right. Generally, you're saying use email. So, yeah. uh, you know, is this a big long war and peace email? Is this a short teaser? <laughs> you know, what's the kind of approach that people should really take when they're initially getting in touch with that journalist? Is it just the whole shooting match? Here's here's my here's my full pitch or yeah. is it you know make or break on that email i mean what would you suggest to people yeah so yeah i i would say generally email because it's it's always a good place to come back to even if you do then choose to call up the publication you can mm. mention the email you can re-forward it so i think email is a good focal point it's not the be all and end all but it's a good focal point um concise emails um think about it as i think there was some stats there was some stats about a journalist will look at your pitch for kind of a matter of seconds, something like seven seconds, and they'll scan. So I always do a couple of bullet, uh, sorry, a couple of paragraphs or a couple of bullet points, bringing out the key part of the story. Don't do some long introduction. My name is so and so, and I'm la la la. You know, I would get straight to the point. You know, hello, so and so, and try and always use their their name. Don't just go hi. Don't do those mass emails where you put loads of people in BCC because no one likes those, you know, just just kind of respectfully target. Hello, so and so um, we're launching a new X, Y and Z in here. You know, this is why it's different, uh, you know, and also you can invite them along. We haven't really talked about that. But if you are launching and doing some kind of launch event and I often talk to sure, clients yeah. about doing an event, invite the journalists along, you know, and, and these are the kind of key points. And there's a full press release below and I've got some high res images. And I also paste the press release into the email rather than attaching it, because if you've never spoken to them before and you're sending attachment, it, it might, might not want to open it. Might yeah. not work. Yeah, exactly. Okay, brilliant. All right, thanks, Jessica. That was really insightful. Um, for those that are still a bit scared, though, yeah, <laughs> can they get I in touch with you? <laughs> it's, it is intimidating. It's, it's absolutely fine to be yeah. a bit scared. Don't worry. <laughs> How can they get in touch with you, Jessica? So um, we are, you can find us via uh, carnsight.com. That's C-A-R-N-S-I-G-H-T.com. That's named after um, something Cornish in case, in case you're wondering where the word comes from. Um, so we're Carnsight Communications and we're all about practical, powerful PR and communications uh, for small to medium-sized businesses, including the property industry. Uh, we're also on uh, LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, Facebook and Instagram as well uh, under Khan site. Um, so it would be great if you could get in touch as well. Fantastic. We'll put those in the show notes for anyone who wants to reach out. Thanks again, Jessica, for joining us. Um, we're all pitch ready now. Appreciate your time. <laughs> go for it. Go and, go and pitch.